will, and it shall be done for you. Hallelujah. Let me read it from the another translation, the message translation. The message translation. Praise God. He said, but if you make yourselves at home with me, and my words are at home in you, you can be sure that whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. Glory to God. Amen. You see, let me start this way by saying, you know, Jesus said that hitherto we have not asked him anything. He said, a day is going to come where we will ask the Father in his name. And when we ask the Father in his name, he said the Father will do it for us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Why? Because the name belongs to you. Yeah. yeah I'll start with that. See, the name of Jesus is the key to answer prayer. Someone says, well, I'm not sure whether my prayer is going to be answered. Amen. He said, whatever we ask the Father in his name. Now, it's not about you. Yeah. God answering your prayer is not about you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's not about us. It's about the name. It's about the name. It's about the name. That's why he said, he said that if uh, if his word, if we are in him, and thank God uh, we got into him uh, through the born again experience, through the salvation experience, so you are in him. The Bible says in Romans 8 verse 1, if any man is be in Christ, rather, no, not Romans 8 verse 1, uh, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. So you are in Christ. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 30. Now are you in Christ Jesus, who of God. See, now are you in Christ Jesus. So we are now in Christ. We are now in him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So he says that if we are at home in him, you know, when you are in your home, like we're all in our homes now, you know, you know, we're, we're just, we're, we, we, we are relaxed in our home. You are at home in your home. Hallelujah. Unlike, you know, when you go to work, you are not at home at work. You can't relax like you relax at home. If you go to a hotel, you know, maybe you travel and go to a hotel, you know, you, 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 no matter how cozy, how beautiful that hotel is, you can't, it's not like your home. Like they say, there's no place like home. Praise God. So Jesus is saying, if you are at home in me, and my words are at home in you, yeah, my words are at home in you. So when it comes to prayer, his word has got to be at home in us. Glory to God. His word has got to be settled in us. You know, 
Just like, just picture the way you are at home, relax. His word, his word has got to be at home in us. He says, if your my word is at home in you, glory to God. He said, you can be sure whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How do I know that the word of God is, is at home in me? Yeah. Then we should ask that question. How do I know that God's word is at home in me? How do I know that God's word is really abiding in me? Praise God. This is the simple answer. It's how much you act on the word. How much of the word of God you act on. The level to which you act on God's word will tell you how well or how much at home the word of God is in you. When it comes to prayer, the most important thing for the believer is not the asking. The first thing we look at is you've got to, the word of God has got to be at home in you. Irrespective of whatever it is the situation is. Recently, somebody in church uh, a brother in church who who had to resign from his job uh, uh, because uh, uh, he was asked. He's an accountant, and uh, he was asked to. There was pressure on him uh, to compromise. Uh, you know, go along with some people and, and compromise, and you know, just uh, do some fraudulent activities. And so he 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 told them he couldn't. So they decided to frustrate him and all that, and then he chose to resign. So, and uh, so for about three months now, he's been out, he's been off, off work and all that. So I called him, I said, brother, you know, God still meets needs. You have a need for a job, yes. Okay, but I wanted to do something. Before we pray, I wanted to get the word of God in you concerning, settled in you, concerning that need. So which means that you've got to know what the word of God says concerning it. You've, you've got to understand what it is. You've got to know it in your head and in your heart before we start to pray. Because Jesus said, look at it. He said, if my words abide in you, then you will ask. Many times, uh, Many of us ask first before the word of God abiding in us. We neglect that first part. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How, how much of God's word do I have in me? It's a function of how the level of action. If the word of God says I should not be afraid, for example, and I'm in fear, and I'm actually acting out fear, then it means that that word has not, is not abiding in me. If the word of God says, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, I should make my request known unto God. And I am anxious, and I lose my sleep, and I worry, and I fret, and I do all that, then it means that that word is not yet abiding in me. If the word of God says, 
In everything, I should give thanks, for it is the will of God for me in Christ Jesus. And I find myself in situations where it's difficult for me to give thanks. Hallelujah. Then it means that that word is not yet abiding in me. But if I start to give thanks, even in the face of a difficult situation, hallelujah, then it means that that word is already at home in me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 So he says, if my word abides in you, then you will ask in his name. <laughs> Glory to God. Remember where I started from? The name of Jesus. See, you know, I believe every one of us, we have a car. Okay? If you want to start your car, what do you need? All you need is the key. Amen? If, let's say, Christopher, you know, wants to start the car, Christopher should be, how old is Christopher now? Should be uh, 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 in, in his early, early, early teenage years. If Christopher's dad says, go and, go and uh, 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 start the car, you know, he doesn't need to push the car. All he needs, as young as he is, all he needs is just, is just the key. So, which means that anybody can start the car as long as he has the key. Glory to God. So, it is not, starting the car is not a function of your age. In fact, a two-year-old can be guided to even start the car. A three-year-old can start the car. What does he need? He needs just the key. The name of Jesus has been given to us. The name of Jesus is the key to the supernatural. Believing the name of oh, will God? What well, will God answer my prayer concerning this matter? Uh, well, it, it, it's not it, it's not about you. Well, I've not really I've not my fellowship with God has not really been uh, has not really been tight. No, <laughs> do you know that God even answers unbelievers' prayers? Yes, He does. He causes His rain to fall on the just and on the unjust. Praise God! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! So the name of Jesus, the Word of God. Being at home in us will aid us in the place of prayer to get results. Hallelujah. Now, let's go to Galatians chapter 5. Just touching some few things, uh, amen, uh, about prayer. Galatians chapter 5. Every prayer must be prayed in faith. Amen. Of course, we know we need faith. Every prayer must be prayed in faith. But look at verse 6. Listen to me. Getting ourselves grounded and walking in the foundational truths will all we will always get it right. 
Yeah. You will always get it right. A house, as long as the foundation of the house is sure, you know the house will always remain standing. Come here, irrespective of the number of years. Praise God. I remember when I was in New York uh, some time ago, some years ago, uh, and the guy I stayed with, you know, he said that that he was living on the 22nd floor, I think, either the 12th or the 22nd floor in that house, you know, on uh, Queens, they call it Queens area, I think. Yes. Uh, and and he, he said that that house was over a hundred years old. That, that house, I mean, was over a hundred years old. Now, the house is over a hundred years old. It's still standing because the foundation is still strong, was well laid, despite the height. So, I tell believers, you see, in our work with God, the foundations, the foundations, we must never forget the foundations. These are the foundations of prayer. You can never miss it in prayer when you stay with the foundation. Hallelujah. Yeah. Galatians chapter 5. Amen. He says in verse 6, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor all circumcision avails anything, but faith walking through love. Faith walking through love. Remember what Jesus said. If you abide in me, we're already in him. And my word is at home in you. This, when it comes to prayer, when it comes to our faith walker, this is one of the word of God that must be at home in us. Yeah. When it comes to your faith walking, let me put, let me say this. Do you know, you know, as long as you have the key to that car, the, 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 and, every, and the car is okay. I mean, just, just put it on the ignition. The car will start. You know, at home in the morning when you want to go to work, you want to drive your car. Do you, you know, you do not meditate. You see, ah, I hope this car is going to work today. I hope this car is going to work today. I hope this car is going to go up today. No, you don't do that. You know, you don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that. You know, you just go to the car, put on the key, put the key on the ignition, and then you start the car. Amen. So also is God's word. See, God's word abiding in us. When the car does not start, that's when you begin to think, hey, what's the matter with this? You need to start to examine and do it a check on what could be the matter with the car, what could be wrong with the car. So your default mode is that the, the ignition, I mean, the car will start once I switch on the ignition using the key. Amen. So also is the word of God. When God's word is, um, is at home in us, we do not have to, you know, do so much, so much, so much 
uh, 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 brainstorming. Oh God, will God hear this? Will God do this? Oh, am I sure this is going to happen? You know, no, 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 no. Amen. He said, for in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor all circumcision avails anything, but faith working through law. What faith have taught us before, faith is the receiver. It's the hand that receives what God gives. But he says that faith is energized through love. So which means that God's word abiding in, in us is the love of God abiding in us and we walking in the love of God. He says that our faith will be energized when we walk in love. Amen. Amen. So child of God, God was also saying, yeah, but, but I thought God will answer it anyhow. Do you know the reason why the love work is so important? The love work is so important, not because of God. Amen. Take note. It's not that God will not do what he says, what says he will do. No, 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 no. Remember, look at it again. Let's look at it. Galatians 5, verse 6. It says, for in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor circumcision avails anything. In other words, what does circumcision stands for? It's it talks about our works. Depending on our works for faith to work. No, 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 no. But it says there's something very important. It is faith walking through love. Faith walking through love. So the child of God in, in ensuring that his faith project or his prayer, you know, does not have any hindrance. He says that the issue work in love. Why? Because when a believer does not walk in love, right? Something happens. When a believer does not walk in love, it colors what you see. Yeah. It affects you. It's you that it affects. I, I, you know, I can't be walking in strife and walking in unforgiveness. You know, I, I, and uh, this, this, this let, let me explain like this. When a Christian is not walking in love, he's violating his conscience. Yeah, he's violating his conscience. <laughs> Amen. So he doesn't therefore have confidence towards God. It opens the door for the devil. It violates his conscience. It colors how he sees things. And it can open the door to the devil. So walking in love is so important when it comes to the believer praying. You see so many believers praying and meanwhile they are walking in strife. You can, that's, it means that God's word is not abiding in you. God's word concerning the love work is not abiding in you. Amen. It says there are three things. One, faith. 
hope, love. Says, but the greatest of this is love. The greatest of this is love. So the love work for the believer is sacrosanct. I mean, this you you know you can't afford this not to work in love for your sake. Hallelujah. You can't afford it. You can't. Now, when you are when you are out of line in the love walk, praise God. Just quickly, quickly find a way, find your way back in line. Oh, Pastor, you don't understand what's what 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 happened to me. You know, you don't know what that person did to me. You don't know. You don't know. Oh, glory to God. I may not know, but God knows. And yet he says we should walk in love. Yeah. 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 He says we should walk in love. Glory to God. Amen. Because walking in love is supernatural. Remember this? this we're talking about prayer. Walking in love is supernatural. So you are exhibiting the supernatural nature of your father. Amen. We operate in the supernatural as believers. He says that you are, you are not in the flesh. If so be that the spirit of God dwells in you. Does the spirit of God dwell in you? Yes. So you are not in the flesh. So, so he said, if you are in the spirit, walk in the spirit. To walk in the spirit is to walk in the love nature of God. To walk in the spirit is to walk by faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, in, the, in our love walk, it means we've got to guard our hearts. No, we can't allow unforgiveness. Jesus, isn't it interesting also, we see that in Mark chapter 11, verse 25, when Jesus said, taught on faith, and he, and he said that whatever we desire, when we pray, we should believe, we receive, and we'll have it. The next thing, he said, if you start praying, forgive. Hallelujah. That's talking about the love walk. We can't afford it. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. It hinders prayer. Look at even even in First Peter chapter three, verse seven, when it's talked about husbands, husbands dwelling there with their husband with their wives according to knowledge. You know, he said uh, that they should treat their husbands well, so that their prayers will not be hindered. So, which means that prayers can be hindered. So, for a a spouse that does not treat his or her spouse well, amen, the person's prayers can be hindered. So if you are not treating your spouse well, what does that mean? It means you are not working in love. You are not working in love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now, let's quickly go back to the things that we have learned. One, the name of Jesus is the key. The word of God has got to be at home in us. Amen. So that uh, when we pray, we are there is an assurance on the inside of us. There's, you know, I, I, I usually tell people, I said, don't pray until you are convinced before you pray that what you are going to pray for, you'll get it. Hallelujah. Don't pray except you are convinced. So getting the word in us is being convinced. And then we now said that the love walk is so important when it comes to our faith walk. Our prayer life uh, involves faith. Praise God. He says uh, that if any man uh, lacks wisdom, for example, James chapter 1, verse 5, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men liberally and of wisdom. He said it to be given to him. Verse 6 says, but let him ask in faith. You see that? 
nothing wavering. They get him asking faith. Let him ask in faith. So faith is involved in prayer. Hallelujah. 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 And now says that for your faith to be energized, for your faith to remain, for your faith to be effective, he says that faith has got to be through love. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, let's see Matthew chapter 6. Let's see one, other, one or two other things before we close. Matthew chapter 6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want you to say to yourself, I'm a love being. Come on, say to yourself, I'm a love being. I walk in love. I walk in love. I don't allow anything to rob me of my love walk. I find it easy to walk in love, irrespective of the situation. Because love is my nature. Glory to God. Amen. Okay, Matthew chapter 6. Mm. Praise God. Praise God. Let's see, see something that Jesus uh, said about prayer. He says, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogue. That's verse 5. And on the corners of the streets that they may be seen by men, as shortly I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room and when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in secret. And, and your father who sits in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, don't use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think they will be heard for their much words. They think they will be heard from their much words. What's what is Jesus trying to talk about here? Jesus is giving us a general attitude about prayer. A general attitude, our disposition towards prayer. You see, our Father loves us so much. Our Father loves us so much. Never forget it. He said, he said, your father who sees in secret, he will reward you openly. What does it mean by him rewarding us openly? It means that, I mean, when you pray in the secret, your answer, you get answers to your prayer. That means you've got your reward. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yeah. You've got your reward. Amen. Know this. Jesus introduced fatherhood in prayer here. So your attitude towards God in prayer must be the must always be with the attitude of a child approaching the father. That was why in verse in verse nine, when they when Jesus taught them to pray. He said, he said, pray this manner, our Father. Hallelujah. 
you know, those of us that have children, or we have young people around us, children around us, when our children come to ask for things, amen, you know, they just come simply, especially those very young ones, you know, four, five, three, two, when they start getting older, 15, 16, they would have, they would have, they would have seen and they have not been well taught. You know, <laughs> they would have they would have experienced some bad side of, of, of their parents. And so, you know, it's it draws them back in coming to ask. And really, that's not the way it should be. Our faith must be childlike towards our father. I don't know what I'm, who I'm speaking to here. Listen, he's our father. He is our father. He is our father. He is our Baba, our father, our source. The one who has the responsibility to take care of us. Yeah, that's who he is. That's who he is. And so, so, so our disposition should be Look, this is part of his word that was abiding us. Glory to God. When the devil comes and tells you, oh, come on. Uh, you, don't, you don't qualify for that thing. No, you don't qualify. No, no. Don't worry. Maybe you can do it. Just settle for this one. No. No, he said, no. My father. My father. Faith is faith in the word is faith in the fatherhood of God. Glory to God. Yeah. Faith in God is faith in the fatherhood of God. Glory to God. John chapter 16. John chapter 16. This is the last one we'll look at. John chapter 16. I've mentioned it to us earlier. Praise God. John chapter 16. Let's look at verse 23. I've mentioned this scripture to us before, but I want, I want us to look at it. In that day, you will ask me nothing. But most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask, did you see that now? The Father in my name. He will give you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Oh, the simplicity of our Lord Jesus, the simplicity of his word, is one that we have got to hold on to. It's that simple. It's not complicated. Oh, for when the conditions are fulfilled, his word abiding in you. Hallelujah. He says to ask in his name and keep asking in his name and keep supplicating in his name. It's in his name. You see, in his name, the Father cannot refuse you. 
Oh, glory to God. Did you see that? Yeah. He's, he can't. He said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. You know, in the various societies that we live, there are several things you may never get to ask God about. <laughs> there are some things you may never get to ask God about. You know, depending on the, where you live. But you know what? There are still things that you will still have to ask him about. Amen. You don't ask about some certain things anymore, but there are some things you will still have to ask about. And he said, whatever. Let that sink in you. Whatever. That whatever. Whatever means whatever. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Whatever means whatever. Can we dare to ask for whatever? What's the condition? Let the word abide in you. Two, you've got the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Brother Hickey used to say something that anytime he, he's, he asks for things, he prays, and the prayer doesn't seem to be answered, and it doesn't seem to get results. If not, to say that it doesn't seem to be answered does not mean that's, that's really not right because God always answers prayer. So that it doesn't get results. So one of the first things he checks, you know, it's not God. On the God side, there's no problem. He always, he said, he checks on his side. He said he checks his love life. Whether he has any animosity towards anybody, whether there is, is there is any offense in his heart. Praise God. Amen. So it's one place for us to check our love work. He said, ask the Father. The Father will do it. But Pastor, oh, there are many things that I have asked. So I have so many failed. Um, in fact, I can recount some several things that I have asked and I have not seen. I've abandoned it. Glory to God. You never explain God's word in the light of your experiences. Amen. Where your experiences don't match up with God's word, God's word is the truth. Let God be true and all men in reliance. He said, ask. Hallelujah. Can you just lift up your hands and thank him that you can ask him. Father, I can ask you. I can ask. This is the confidence that we have that if we ask anything according to his will, what is his will for asking? His will for asking is asking the name. Woo! Glory to God. Asking the name. Asking the name. Husband and wife, asking the name. Say on your own. Asking the name. He said, whatever, 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 I will do it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we give you praise. 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 Hallelujah. This just dropped in my heart right now. Concerning the love walk. Yeah. Jesus said, When you stand praying, forgive. 
And in the Lord's Prayer, of course, it's not everything about the Lord's Prayer we can pray that, that pertains to us right now. Number one, that Lord's Prayer is not prayed in the name of Jesus. Okay? So what we refer to as the Lord's Prayer, but there are some certain lessons that we can learn from it. Jesus said, he said that, he said we should forgive so that our Heavenly Father can forgive us. But in, in the New Testament, we don't forgive so that our Heavenly Father forgives us. We forgive just like our Heavenly Father has forgiven us in Christ Jesus. So how did the Heavenly Father forgive us? How did the Heavenly Father forgive us? Isaiah 43, I think. Isaiah 43 in verse 25. It tells us how the Heavenly Father forgives us. He said that the Heavenly Father forgives us in such a way that he will blot out our transgressions and he will not remember them anymore. Isaiah 43, 25 said, I will not remember your sins again. That is how we have been called to forgive. How do we forgive? We forgive in such a way that we let go completely. Just like our Father forgave us in Christ Jesus. I don't know whether that's for whoever that is for. Amen. Don't hold back. Don't hold, don't hold on to those things that are... Let them go. Let them go. Let them go. Let them go. Forgive. Oh, you are treated well. Thank God. Man may not treat you well, but our Father is your Father. He will take care of you. Glory to God. So just forgive. Let it go. Because you cannot afford to harbor it with your heart. Amen. Father, we thank you this evening. We give you glory. We give you praise. We thank you for your word. Thank you for the simplicity of your word. The Bible says that the entrance of your word gives light and understanding. Thank you for the lessons that we have heard. You have taught us about prayer, about walking in love, about the name of Jesus being the key. Thank you. Thank you. You said whatever we ask in the name of Jesus, the Father will do it for us. Thank you. We ask God for things in the name of Jesus and we see them come to pass. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. Let your word abide in us. The word of God is having more room in our hearts. Woo, glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Okay. Thank you so much uh, uh, for, for, for showing up this evening. Glory to God. Glory to God.